You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Right now at BetMGM, you can bet who will win it all. And you've never actually lost that option. But now there are only two options. The Warriors minus 115 juice. The Celtics minus 105. All the plus money, gone. It left when Trista Crick took the Warriors at plus 105 value when they were down 0-1. That's and everybody amazing. everybody thought this series was just, oh, this might be different. They go down 0-1 after that big time performance by plus Steph Curry. Plus 150, baby. What? Plus 150. Trista got it. Couldn't do now it fast enough. Series tied at one, headed to Boston. Trista, I know you've already got the Warriors plus 150, but if there's someone out there who has not bet the NBA Finals and is looking to make some money off some minus money, which is not crazy juice. You're still just picking. you got to pay a little money to make some money. better than the minus 190 before the series began. Yeah. Let me just, before we get this thing started, there is no reason to take that minus 190 favorite at all unless you believe, well, unless you're trying to get a win, like, right now. Unless you're, like, I don't know what, what the reasoning for it. Maybe you believe it's going to be a sweep, and you just think that the odds are just going to get worse and worse and worse for you. But, yeah. like, let's be honest. Boston's not a slouch. They're going to win a game. And when they win a game, the odds will change. That's just how it goes. So the fact that somebody out there took the Warriors to win minus 190, I mean, it's dumb. That's a dumb thing to do. If you wanted the Warriors, I would have waited. Yeah. But I would I would have waited. But I could understand if somebody said – if you really believe the Warriors are going to get this job done in like four, like, you might just uh, wait. Unless, they, unless they sweep them, I don't see any value There's in taking none. the Warriors minus one nine. So anyway, now the Warriors are minus one fifteen, <clears throat> Celtics one hundred five. The Warriors are going to win this game. They're, they're going to win the series. That's just what it is. They have the championship pedigree. Uh, they have the more experienced coaching. Uh, their third quarters are elite beyond belief. It's almost weird. They just are better. They just, I hate to say it. You know I hate to say it. They just She does hate to say it. Sources do confirm. Craftier. They're just more experienced at at finding ways to win. The only thing that's going to beat the Warriors are the Warriors. Like, that's them making mistakes, them deciding to take the foot off the gas, them turning the ball over and being chaotic and reckless and egotistical like sometimes they are. The Celtics on their own aren't going to be able to take this from the Warriors. They're just not. I'm sorry. I, I like the Celtics. They're a big team. They're physical. They're uh, long. They're athletic. They're well coached. But the role players aren't as good right now. They're not as consistent. And Golden State's made a deal with the devil. So they're getting another one. I'm sorry, folks. Hmm. So what do you so what do you th- <laughs> But what I would do though if I wanted the Warriors, because I do think that the Celtics will win one of these two games. I think and I would take it now, minus one fifteen. But if the Bo- uh, Boston's I think Boston's gonna win game three too. So if Boston wins game three, you can get a little a better better value if Boston's up 2-1. Yeah, yeah. I, I will I will say, though, I like what you said in the first part of that. If you want the Warriors, you got to take them now, minus 115. Because yep. there's no telling that they don't go do it. Like, the whole speech is do what the Celtics did to us. They came in game one and stole one in our house. We have to, like, it's our personal mission to go to Boston and get mm-hmm. one back. So everybody knows that we're still that team. If anything, that kind of makes me want to play the four and a half in favor of, I think it's four and a half or maybe three and a half in favor of Boston. Uh, 
or maybe Golden State to keep it close. Yep. Uh, as they're dogs, at three and a half three right and now. A half point mm-hmm. dogs. I might as well, I kind of want to take them to keep it close because I think they're going to come out maybe just in the first half. And if I want to stay away from the full game, I think they're going to come out and try to and try to really swing at this thing. So I think you got to take the Warriors now um, because that has to be the bullets and board material. I don't really have any like strong feelings about these numbers that I'm seeing though because, I mean, it's it's a pick them. It's it's pretty much a pick them. Like I I I will say that if you're a Celtics fan you've waited this far and you have a minus 105 so why not continue to wait to see what your team does because it can't get that bad if you want to back the Celtics and they do go up 2-1 I don't think the number is going to get unbearable to bet if you do want to still take Boston up 2-1 because the books are already telling you that the Warriors are their favorites to come out of this thing so you're not going to get as steep of a price they want it uh if the Warriors are uh up 2-1 rather than the Celtics so those are all my I guess feelings about that what did you see in game one and game two from Boston um, that changed, that made you feel like this thing is over? Because after game one, I know you you were convinced, like, oh, this is just a game. Give me the Golden State Warriors. But after game two and what you saw Golden State did, like, is there no what feeling that Boston can maybe replicate more so of what they did game one to really make Golden State look kind of foolish in these next two games? Like, what, like what, what changed for you? What would have to change if they come out of this two-game set at home, and they're up 3-1, headed back to Golden State. Boston would have to win both third quarters, to me, um, because the urgency that Golden State has in third quarters is really, really elite, Mm -hmm. and that's just what they do. Fourth quarters, Golden State lost both fourth quarters to Boston. Boston was leading at halftime in both Game 1 and Game 2. What's the difference? Like, Golden State, massive third quarter in Game 2, and decent third quarter in game three to the point where they were up 12, I want to say going to the fourth quarter in mm-hmm. game one, and a bazillion going into the fourth quarter in game two. So it's it's really just find a way. If I was if I was saying, okay, like how would I how would I game plan what to do for Bo- for Boston, I would say number one, you can't turn the ball over like you did. Yeah. Like you need to be just as physical with Golden State as they were with you. Like, and you need to get in into a comfort and a rhythm very early. But, like, you can't have, what do they have, that 20-something live ball turnovers? Yeah, they're they're a team that will make uh, Golden State's turnovers kind of look like, oh, that's cute, watch this. There's, they're their one team that, like, they can turn the ball over up there with Golden State. It's sad to watch sometimes. They had 15 live ball turnovers that led to 33 Warriors points. Yeah, it's crazy. They had the same amount of possessions. Boston actually had one extra possession on Golden State. 98 possessions to 97, and they managed to score 19 fewer points because of turnovers. If if they can win the third quarter and win the turnover battle, like, like that's a very, very critical thing and a very difficult thing to do. Yeah. Force Golden State to turn the ball over a lot and you not turn the ball over at all, and your role players hit corner threes like you did in game one. That's how you can do it. And maybe they won't have as big – that looked like it hurt. Yeah. They Maybe they won't have as big of a third quarter as they had, and this will be tight all the way to the end. And then maybe you end up having Steph Curry, like, make tough shots down the stretch. Instead of him having being able to front run and, like, be very comfortable shooting from absolutely anywhere, Jordan Poole hitting from, like, half court. If it's tight all the way down, I think Boston has the edge just because they have more role players that are gritty like Al Horford. Give the edge, obviously, to Golden State stars that have the experience. Yeah, but like that's that's those are hard challenges yeah. to attack. You know what I'm saying? What would you do? So, 
I'm, I agree with everything you say. So let's say this series is over. I feel like it is. I think Golden State's going to get this done. I think it's in six or seven. Mm-hmm. What happens, like, when you look back at this postseason, what do you say to yourself? I feel like this is one of the most forgettable postseasons, even if Golden State does it. Like, even if, even if the Celtics pull it off, I still don't feel like I got the real postseason experience. I feel like, I don't know if it's because so many guys were injured or just the blowouts that we saw, and it feels like every single series. Like, when I, when I look back at this postseason, even if these games are this good, I don't know if I'm going to be like, wow, this is a great year in basketball. I agree. And I that kind of sucks. I'm more excited for draft, NBA draft, summer betting, league, summer all league, that stuff. all that stuff. I think so too. I think what I would say the the biggest takeaway is is if you look at all the teams that made a splash in the postseason and got here and got to a place where they exceeded expectations, how did they do that? Organic growth. Yeah. Right. Boston has a, ho- a lot of homegrown talent. Uh, Miami has a fair amount of homegrown talent, a couple of free agent signings, obviously, with Butler and Kyle Lowry. Uh, Memphis, a lot of homegrown talent. Yeah. Golden State, obviously. Minnesota Timberwolves. Pelicans, to a degree. Like, you they just, didn't pay any of those they guys didn't crazy. They didn't pay anybody crazy. I think if you're a team that wants to make the playoffs, stop worrying about getting the big, splashy free agent signing and just do your job at evaluating talent at the college level. I, I've, I wish it was that easy. Some of these guys don't know what they're doing. Like, I agree. Sad. I agree. Like the guys who, all the teams that want to make splashes, which I can't. Like Knicks. I like the Knicks. I can't kill you guys for wanting to have the most talented player. And it does make life a lot easier when you could just put together like top tier talent. But there's Some no of these teams have that's no be... idea how to recruit in the offseason free agent, how to scout talent. They just don't know how to build do a it. roster of build players roster. that work together with an identity together. They just try to find as many random stars as possible yeah. and then just say, you guys are our stars and you guys are elite talents. You'll figure it out. That's just not how that goes. Did J.J. Reddick say today that the Knicks don't deserve a star? Or was that Stephen A. Smith? That was Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, yeah. you like know Stephen that was Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> I didn't see the video, but I saw, I saw the headline. I saw J.J. was sitting up there. I'm like, J.J. said that? <laughs> now, it felt like a Stephen A. Smith quote. He's right. The Knicks don't deserve a star. They don't, but J.J.'s the, the voice of reason. Stephen A. is elite showmanship. Oh, it's it's almost sick to watch. Because like, wow, you know, it's mesmerized. like it's like you when you're trolling. I'm like, I don't even. <laughs> is this happening again right now? Am I watching what I like? It's the same way you feel when you watch Stephen A. Sometimes, <laughs> like this guy is getting all these people upset, and they don't even know what they're walking into. <laughs>